the college football experience week 11 database top 25 episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by bet 365. Yes. Bet 365 is offering new users a thousand dollar risk free bet. Sign up today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty-five. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Rasso brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Try to move the goalposts. How you doing, folks? Didn't get this episode in last week because, well, I was moving, and as you should well know, moving's pretty much one of the worst things you can do. All right, need to hire the movers, but I'm too stubborn. I'm too cheap. Damn it! How you doing, folks? Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick. Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Let's go! Shout out to the chat. You can watch this youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. Rate, review, all that good shit. Let's go. I mean I will talk shit about a lot of teams. Alright. Uh yeah, I mean t- every time you you see those ranking shows, they're pretty much a joke. I don't even watch them. Tell you the truth, I just check them out the next morning so I can laugh, chuckle. It's like getting the Sunday funnies. Honestly, it's anytime you see the top twenty-five, even preseason top twenty-five. I understand it helps sell the sport, quote unquote, but I think it's all a bunch of bullshit, personally. Um, so yeah, this episode—if you haven't listened to a database top twenty-five episode—we just break down the top twenty-five the way that I think it should be honored, um, and. We go from there. So let's get to it. But before we get to it, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by Bet 365. Yes, Bet 365 is the world's f- uh, f- favorite sports book. It's trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. They got props, they got sides, they got totals, they got live betting. Bet 365 has everything you need covered. 
And if you if you like boost, you're gonna you're gonna love Bet 365's 30% boost on your same game NFL parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up by 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers: either a first a thousand dollar first bet safety net, or bet five dollars and get one hundred fifty dollars in bonus bets. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. Problem with gambling? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We got Maxion about to kick off it a little bit here. Underdog's got you covered with props and stuff like that, but it's it's just the perfect thing. It's just the for fantasy players all season long, whether it's NFL, whether it's NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, simply pick higher or lower in your favorite player's stat projection, and boom, you're gonna cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little extra cash on Underdog's mobile app or website. Underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Database top twenty-five edition for week eleven. And let me get let me just load up a schedule here so I can talk some shit. You know, let's talk some shit. That's that's the name of the game, right? Uh at number twenty-five. For me, because I think the resume is quite impressive. Uh, even though I'm not, you know, I I I still can't believe some of the things that have happened to this team this year. But at number twenty five for me is the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The logic is this: they have played a lot better schools than almost everybody. Like that gauntlet the amount of schools they've played is higher than everybody's. Uh, they've also played like four and a half road games. I don't know what you deem the Dublin, Ireland thing. I guess that's a, it's a half road game. Uh, but you look at some of their wins and see state to win against a winning record. That's got, you know, good record. Duke's got a good record. USC still has a, a good record. Um, despite, you know, us kind of thinking they're counterfeit. Uh, so Notre Dame, in my opinion, belongs in at number twenty-five, and I did put them over some other teams that were a bit questionable. Uh, so there is that at number twenty-five, the Fighting Irish. At number twenty-four, I got the Air Force Falcons. How do you lose? I mean, look, I'm glad you did because I cashed in all over that with my Army money line play. Um, Air Force eight and one now, five and zero oh in the Mountain West currently. And look, the, 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 there's not a lot of meat on the bone. Their best win is Wyoming, but I also understand the argument that no one wants to schedule them. So you gotta honor a little bit of that, all right? Because if we're just gonna prop up there and say, "Oh, this is the way," you know, they deserve right now. They're eight and one. They haven't lost a game in conference. Uh, they do play two two teams later in the year that will have winning records. We'll learn a little bit more about the Falcons, but yeah, there, there's not a lot of meat on the bone. Their their second best win is San Jose State currently. So not a lot of meat on the bone, but I think you gotta reward the consistency that Troy Calhoun and the Falcons have had. Because another thing is they've covered almost every game. They've had some serious ass whoopings here. Um 
So I think you got to honor that based off what we've seen with the Air Force Falcons and have them at number 24. At number 23, I got the Tennessee Volunteers. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? Tennessee's resume is not, it's really just not very impressive. Uh, their best win that I, I, so I, I basically, I, I wrote down every team. I have a spreadsheet here. Um, I wrote down every team's best wins, the teams against winning records in Tennessee. You kind of get there and you're just like, okay, they don't have as many losses as Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's played a much harder schedule than Tennessee. Tennessee's best win is Texas A&M or Kentucky. Personally, I mean, if A&M loses to Mississippi State this weekend, they'll be 500. Uh, Kentucky, we kind of know is fool's gold, so there's not a lot of meat on the bone there. They've only played three away games as opposed to uh, Notre Dame's. Um, but the fact they've only lost twice, I gave them a little bit of love and put them ahead of the Irish. Um, ha- if they were to play one another. I don't know. I think I might take the Irish, but uh, you got to, you know, in a, in a league where you have a hunt in, in a, in, your job is to grade all this. There's 133 teams. You're never going to have a fair slate. So you just got to look at it and say, okay, Tennessee's only lost twice. Reward them. Uh, at number 22, the Toledo rockets, they're playing. They're just about to kick off. Now the, here's the thing here. I had a hard time projecting where Toledo should go. They have one loss in a game. They were up for like 98% of the game. And that was at Illinois in the season opener. Illinois is not a great team by any means. And that's their only P five. They played their best win is Miami, Ohio, but they only have one loss. And if you add in that, that was week one and they barely lost that game, kind of say, Hey, this team was two points away from being undefeated. I think you reward that. I think you put the Toledo Rockets uh, at number twenty-two, and I know you could say if you gave Toledo Tennessee's schedule, sure, sure. But also, uh, you know, we're not, we don't try to forecast who 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 would win like that. We try to look at the resume because the reality is is it's impossible to do that with one hundred thirty-three teams. All right, um, and I would still say that like. Is Kentucky's win that good? I I wouldn't be shocked if Toledo beat Kentucky. I think Toledo would probably be, I think it'd be a pretty fucking close game. Depends where that's played. Um, so that was the logic there on putting uh, the Rockets at twenty-two. They only have one loss. At number twenty-one, I got the Oregon State Beavers. Wait a second. Wait a second. How do you have the Oregon State Beavers over Tennessee? They both have two losses. Dundee. Well, the reality. I think the wins are better. Oregon State's also hit the road more. But Oregon State's wins against Utah and UCLA, I think, are better than Kentucky and Texas A&M. You also add in the fact Oregon State's both their losses are by three points each. Tennessee uh, got their ass whooped against Florida. So, and you obviously have the Bama one, but there's no shame in the Bama loss. Florida loss looking pretty questionable, and Florida's a team that's about to be 500 if they lose in Baton Rouge this weekend. So my logic was, I think Oregon state's wins are better. They've also hit the road more. And that was the deciding factor for your boy. Um, Next up at number 20, I got the North Carolina tar heels, man. I mean, they're kind of fool's gold, but when you look at the wins, so like Tennessee has two wins against teams that are uh, 
you know, over 500, essentially. I think, well, I mean, if you add UTSA, I think it's three, but Kentucky, A&M, UTSA, North Carolina's is app state, Minnesota and Miami. I think North Carolina's is are better. Now you could argue for sure that North Carolina's losses are worse. And I would agree with you, but I would also argue that Carolina's schedule has been harder thus far. Now, obviously we know Tennessee gets Georgia. Uh, I think Carolina's schedule has been a tiny bit harder from a week to week basis. Obviously no one's has been as good as Bama. Um, so that was the logic there. I also think their three wins are better than Tennessee's three wins, especially knowing UTSA, they played UTSA without Frank Martin or I mean, without, I'm sorry, without Frank Harris. I'm also doing the college basketball experience. So forgive me for the Frank Martin uh, reference, but uh, at number 19, I got the Fresno state bulldogs. They only have one loss and it was on the road at Wyoming, a team with a winning record uh, by four points. I think it was five points, something like that. They have two power five wins at P fives. They also beat UNLV. Who's fucking really, really, you know, from a resume standpoint, they look like they're beating the shit out of everybody. That's enough. And they beat Boise last week. Uh, so I think Fresno State deserves to be ranked. Pretty damn good resume that they have in Fresno there. At number 18, I got the Missouri Tigers. Wait, do I how do I have Missouri above Tennessee and Oregon State? Well, really, I think they have just a little bit better of a resume. Right? I thought Missouri's loss to Georgia and LSU better than Tennessee's losses. Now, Oregon State's, I think their losses is close because they were both three point losses. Uh, however, I think the win against Memphis on that neutral is the difference for me. Missouri beat Kansas State, they beat Kentucky. Kentucky's got a winning record, even though I think they're fake. But Memphis. That win is probably better than the third win on Oregon State's resume. That's my logic there. And that's why I think uh Missouri's Missouri's resume is better than Oregon State's currently. So I have the Tigers at number 18. At number 17. Look, I think this team's counterfeit as fuck. And that's the Oklahoma Sooners. I've been screaming at it all, all or all season. But if we're looking blindly at resume, they do have technically four away games, even though one of those was bullshit at Tulsa, where it was an Oklahoma Sooner crowd. Uh, they have four wins against teams with winning records Texas, Iowa State, SMU, Arkansas State. Somehow, Arkansas State is a five and four record. Uh, you got to honor it, even though I think they're phony as hell. Didn't play a P five in the non-con. I think they're phony. I think they're gonna they could lose this weekend. But based on resume, I think you'd have to put them above the others. At number sixteen, I got the two lane green wave. And speaking of counterfeit, I think this is one. We're just looking at resume because I don't think they're as good as even what the like. This is just. Database top 25. You stay true to it. You don't move the fucking goalpost. 
They do have four road wins. They do have a loss. Their only loss was to Ole Miss in a game that was a lot closer in the final score. If you watched it, they also didn't have their star quarterback. That should factor in. Uh, they did beat Memphis. That's their best win of the season, uh, the Memphis Tigers. But I think you know they only have one loss, and even though they haven't been dominating, their resume is just a little bit better. And especially knowing Pratt was out that Ole Miss game, I think you give him the benefit of the doubt. I would have no problem though if you had him anywhere between 16 and 20 to tell you the truth. Uh, at number 15, I got the Kansas Jayhawks and Lance Leipold. Um, you know, the logic here is this is another situation where they've been doing it with the backup quarterback, their loss. Uh, some of their losses were, you know, with he's turned into pretty much the start of the rest of the way, but uh, their wins, they beat Oklahoma. So you got to have them above Oklahoma, right? They also beat BYU, who's five and four, and Iowa State, who's got a winning record as well. Um, it's not the best resume, but they only have two losses, and they have more quality wins than the others, in my opinion. You know, if you look at Missouri's, okay, maybe you make a point say Memphis BYU. Fair. I kind of think BYU is better, but I understand the argument here. Uh, Kansas State's their best win. Kansas hasn't played Kansas State yet, but I would say the Oklahoma win is 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 on par with that, if not better. And then Kentucky compared to Iowa State, I think Iowa State's actually better than Kentucky. Um, but that's all me. That's a hypothetical right there. I think they're similar, regardless. Um, so that's that. I have the Jayhawks there at number fifteen. At number fourteen, I got the Flaming Libs. What? How can you have them? Look, it's not their fault that no one wants to schedule them. But if we're going to give Michigan respect for beating Bowling Green, who has a winning record right now in the Mac, you got to give that to Liberty. And then when you add in Liberty's playing, they also beat Jacksonville State, Western Kentucky, New Mexico State. All four teams have winning records. I understand the resume is light, but at least you have four wins against teams with winning records. You can't say that about everybody above them. So I think the flaming libs belong at number 14 at number 13. I got the Oklahoma state Cowboys. Wait a second. They lost to South Alabama by 27 points. You're right. But ever since that game, they've looked pretty fucking good. And they have four wins more than anybody Four P five wins against teams with winning records right now. That is more than any two lost team in the land. All right. That should be honored. That should be honored. Oklahoma, Kansas, Kansas State, West Virginia. That is the logic there. Um, once again, more road games. The more times you go on the road and win, the more you can prove it to us. And if we're gonna say the Power Five is some upper tier, then damn it, honor it. At number twelve, I have the Oregon Ducks. Wait a second, what? How can you have Oregon that far back? Well, if we're just gonna look at the system here, well, first off, Oregon plays, you know. What USC, uh, Oregon State? Who's their other matchup? Somebody else in there. So they're gonna their resume is gonna get a lot better. But currently, Oregon only has one win over a team that's five hundred or better, and that's Utah. Washington State's four and five now. So your your win that looked a lot better. Not look, Colorado's not the not a winning team. Texas Tech's not either. So yes, they've hit the road four times and that should be honored. 
but at the same time, the resume is pretty fucking thin despite a dominating performance at Utah. Now they did have the great performance against Washington where they only lost by three, but a loss is a loss. They also, if you're going to say they, they, they almost lost that game and they look good. Well then I'll say they almost lost to Texas tech and they did not look good. So that's the logic there. At number 11, I got the Pitt state Nittany Lions. Look, Penn State or Oregon comparing the two resumes. Penn State's got three Power Five wins over teams with uh, uh, 500 or better record. No, uh, over 500. Uh, West Virginia, Iowa, and Maryland. Oregon has one. You could take it all the way to the fact that even the FCS Penn State played. Delaware is a ranked team. Portland State for Oregon is not. Penn State's played a much better, better resume. They've hit the road the same amount of times. Penn State belongs ahead of the Oregon Ducks. At number 10. Oh, we're already at the top 10. Let me read an ad. I want to tell you folks at the college football experience, database top 25 for week 11. It's brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. All right. And forget planning months in advance. What's that ever got anybody? All right. Game has uh, game time has deals on tickets right up to the very last uh, minute of the event. So folks snag the tickets without the stress. Download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, create that account. Redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data driven parlays. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets. Top 10 time at number 10. I got the old miss rebels. I mean, if you look at that resume here and you're just saying, Hey, you know, Ole miss, you could argue their resume. I actually think their resume is better than Alabama's. Like for, they have five wins against teams that have a winning record. And if they're and, and most of them are power five, the others two lane who's ranked. I mean, they both beat LSU. They both beat a and M. Ole Miss in a way, but the problem is, is I honor the head to head. Bama beat them. Bama will be ahead of Ole Miss. Ole Miss settles at number 10. At number nine, I got the Alabama Crimson Tide. Big time win against LSU. Um they uh they they and here's another thing that's funny is they uh I would say they didn't like uh, if we're honoring road games, they kind of have two and a half because that game at South Florida, 
even though it was their home stadium, I guess you mark it as three, but that was purposely played for a third road game. There is that. So they had like half the crowd or if not more, uh, you gotta honor it because we're honoring Oklahoma's at Tulsa, but it's kind of bullshit. But uh, so there's that, but obviously they have wins against Ole Miss, LSU, A and M and Tennessee. They're all winning records there. So there is that. I feel like we're, we're ranking them fairly. At number eight, we have the Louisville Cardinals. Wait a second. How could you put Louisville above Alabama? Here's why I can, I understand Alabama's losses to Texas. Louisville's loss was to Pittsburgh. Fair Pittsburgh sucks, but uh, Louisville did also like severely outgain Pitt that day. It was not the case with Bama and Texas. So uh there's that, but also Louisville's schedule is a lot better. Louisville's got five wins against teams with winning records. All right, power five teams with winning records. Uh, Alabama only has four. Also, Louisville has hit the road more. They have more road wins. Even if we give them the South Florida win, that's only three. Louisville has four road wins. I think you honor that. So. Give me the Louisville Cardinals at number eight. At number seven, the last one loss team ranked, the highest one loss team ranked, I should say, is the Texas Longhorns. Look, I, I hate Texas, you know this, but you got to honor what, you know, and, and sure, we could go back to the backup quarterback situation. They, they play a ton of backup quarterbacks. Okay, whatever. Sometimes it just happens. The resume speaks for itself. The win at Bama by double digits, right? They have five wins against teams with winning records currently. Kansas, Kansas State, Bama, BYU, and Wyoming. They also haven't played an FCS. Texas belongs, in my opinion, at number seven. At number six, I have the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, it's always tough doing Georgia and Michigan side by side because they both canceled their power five opponent in the non-con. So they played less P fives than pretty much everybody in the, in the power five. But also I think you have to honor the fact that uh, Georgia right now has four wins against teams with winning records. Um, It's all how you look at it. I think it's razor thin. I would have no problem with putting Georgia ahead of Michigan, Michigan ahead of Georgia and has nothing to do with the probe uh, or the, or the investigation currently going on. But I, I, this is what I settled on. Georgia's only played two away games. Michigan's played three. There isn't a lot of meat on the bone for much, but Michigan's also played five power five. I'm sorry, five teams with a winning record. Uh, Georgia currently four. And even with that, Florida and Auburn barely. Uh, so I think Georgia belongs at number six. Based on now, obviously, if Georgia beats Ole Miss and Tennessee, they're going to jump a lot past uh, you know some schools that are bu- above them. But based on what we have right now, um, this is I think the most logical thing. Shout out to Hoover in the chat who says, "Kobe, you're the man. Appreciate all the hard hard work there. Thank you, Hoover. Appreciate you." And Daquan saying, "Michigan's clearly the best team. Let's see where the database has them." Shout out to Scott Young as well. He says the Buckeyes are ready to go. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm being fair. This is once again not who I think would play or win on a neutral site. This is only looking at the resume right now. 
Uh, at number five, I do have Michigan because I don't think their resume is great. But like I just said, I think they have more wins against teams with winning records than Georgia. They've also been on the road more. You got to reward that. I think now this is a razor thin line there because Georgia plays Florida at the Jacksonville. It's half 50 50. So it's like a, it's like a half road game. It's still in the other opposing teams state, but also Michigan didn't play an FCS and I like rewarding that. Um, at number five, I have the Michigan Wolverines at number four. You're going to laugh. You're going to fucking laugh at me, but let me make my point. I got the James Madison Dukes. People talk about uh, how dominant certain teams are. Michigan should be uh, number one because of how dominant they've been. Well, first off, James Madison does currently have three wins over teams uh, with 500 uh, records or better. But I'd say the thing that jumps out to me is they've had a double digit lead in almost every single game. I think the Troy game was the only game that they didn't have a double digit lead in. Also, they have played, I repeat, five road games. Folks, Georgia has played two true road games. Michigan's played three. JMU has practically doubled up. Well, with Georgia, certainly. They've played more than double the amount of away games. Now, does that mean I don't think Georgia can be undefeated running their schedule? No, I think Georgia would. But we have to to honor the fucking schedule. You know what I mean? Like we have to honor the fact that they're doing that because another team is ducking teams. They're canceling games. Michigan said I don't want to go to play UCLA. Georgia saying Georgia Oklahoma no. Let's replace it with uh, UAB at home. Give me JMU at number four. I think it makes the most sense right now. At number three. And once again, if you're thinking this, like you're fucking idiot, Colby, sure. Fair. But I think if Michigan beats Penn state and Georgia beats Ole Miss, I think then that resume would probably be better than JMU's. Even if JMU beats Yukon, I think it'll surpass them. But right now I think you go JMU at number three. I got the Washington Huskies. Uh, the logic here is this. They're undefeated. They have three wins over teams 500 or better. They also have played more road games than Michigan and Georgia. I would also argue that <laughs> what are we deeming Michigan's best win? Is it Rutgers? Because if that's the case, I would argue that Washington's three wins over because Rutgers is over 500 Arizona, Oregon, and USC. I think all of them would beat Rutgers by double digits actually. Um, so I think that's the logic there. When it comes to Georgia, I would say Georgia's best win is Missouri. I don't know if I feel as confident saying that, but I will say, I certainly think, uh, you know, some of the other schools are better than some, some of them. So, and also the fact they've played twice as many road games as Georgia. So you got to honor the Huskies there. That's why they're number three. And number two, I got the Florida state Seminoles. Last time I did this, they were number one. How did that happen? Dundee, why are they not number one? Um, well, because their their wins got worse. I think that's the real logic here. Um, LSU lost. You know, Clemson. Uh, well, I know Clemson won this past weekend, but the game prior they had lost. Also, uh, you know, 
the way Duke, I, I hadn't done this. I didn't do this last week. Duke got housed by Louisville. So those things got worse. Also uh, the win at Pitt doesn't really do anything. Pitt sucks ass. It's a road game. It counts, but uh, I don't think it's as impressive as say now number one's resume. And this is where I see eye to eye with the playoff here is Ohio state. We could talk all the shit you want about the offense. Not looking good. And I would agree. The offense does not look good, but they have more road wins than Florida state. I think they have a better win that LSU win we thought was fantastic. What is the best win Florida state has LSU Duke without uh, Riley or half a game without Riley Leonard. And even with that, he wasn't very healthy. Ohio state's win against Penn state and Notre Dame, I think is better than anything Florida state has on their resume. So that's the logic there. Uh, they also have wins against Maryland and Rutgers, which I think are on the Boston college level. So uh, you got to honor that they've played more road games. They've won better games, bigger games against better opponents. Ohio state's deserving of the number one spot in all the land folks. This is the database top 25. I think it's more honest than, uh, than every other system we have, but uh, you know, who am I? Right. Uh, subscribe to the college football experience. Tell us your thoughts about this. All right. Hit me up on Twitter at the Colby D. Tell me I'm a fucking idiot. I'll take it. It's okay. Tell me I'm a genius. Tell me the database top 25 should be what everyone's using. Sure. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, I'll be back in about an hour and a half week 11 preview and picks with Patty C at NC Nick. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, first we'll f- follow us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Also later tonight after uh, the college football experience, we got the college basketball experience daily show for, you know, Thursday, November 9th. I think it is. Uh, so check out that as we got a loaded slate, man, Friday's college basketball slate too. <sighs> incredible. Uh, we got you covered there. Also, I host the FCS college football experience. Subscribe to that. The road to Frisco continues. We got a, a show slated for uh, Thursday night, talking about all the games heading into Week 11. Cannot wait for that brawl of the wild. Uh, also, subscribe to our other feeds, the Big 12 Experience. They're always talking football, and basketball now with with both seasons merging. Also, the College Baseball Experience with Noah Beanick and myself that goes in a full swing in February. And check out the sports gambling podcast. All right. Live from Las Vegas every Friday night on VEASAN V S I N that is Brent Musburger's network. Check out that check out the bottom line bombs podcast and check out all the other great shit we got going on. NBA gambling podcast, NHL gambling podcast, MLB gambling podcast, the old fashioned football podcast. I mean, on and on and on the USFL shit. I'm probably forgetting some tennis NASCAR. IndyCar. How about that? Or, or I'm sorry, not IndyCar. What's that called these days? Formula one. We got that. The formula one gambling podcast. Go check out that. They got a big race in Vegas folks. Uh, until next time, this is the college football experience. database top 25 style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.